Man, I know we're going to have an awesome call today. I mean, when I jumped on, the call was packed up. How's everybody doing today? Awesome, awesome, awesome. We are going to have an awesome call. Uh, I got a great guest. And we're also going to have some gifts. We're going to empower people for 2017. Nobody, if, if, if you if you catch a hold of these gifts and you get a part of these gifts we're going to give out, you are, you're not going to go into 2017 without any, uh, any idea about how how you're going to be able to take, hold on one second. I got to, uh, I'm going to have to mute everybody because uh, somebody's phone is, is uh, making a little bit too much noise. Got a couple of people in Raleigh. I got a rack of people coming out of Raleigh. All right. Give me one second. Can you do me a favor? Um, Mike, can you can you just talk so I can know where you're coming from? I think I already know your number, but what was that? What do you need from me? I got you. That's all I needed. I needed you to just say something so I could so I could highlight uh who I'm just gonna I'm just gonna type in the hero. I'm not gonna even put your name in there. <laughs> Perfect. That sounds great. All right, so listen, today we got a great, 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 great show. I wanna focus on a couple of things. One, this show is our final call of the year. And and I want I want us to be centered and focused on preparing ourselves to really destroy 2017. I mean, to really go into 2017 with an aggressiveness and a commitment to get what we got to get done, to know our gifts, to master our gifts, uh, and to operate in our gifts in a powerful way. You know, this is about transformation and and really being able to to have a a a, a have a community of people who are operating in the way they were created to operate in. I, I believe with all my heart that when people are doing that, the world is a better place and the individuals who are doing it are all the better for it. So I'm going to introduce this guy. I'm going to give a little small introduction because I want to give the bulk of the time for him to really talk. Uh, his name is uh, Mike. Mike, I might get your... Uh, uh, name, uh, Miss, you know, I'm from Texas, so I'll always mispronounce something. But his name is Mike Valor. He is the guy out of North Carolina. Uh, let me tell you how I met, how, how I connected to with him. Uh, so I'm a part of something called Breathe University, and one of the guys that uh, is one of uh, probably one of more stronger guys in terms of his commitment and who he is, and just a powerful young man is a guy named Nate Peterman. We call him Nate the Great within Breathe You. And um, Nate hit me up, and Nate was like, hey, man, you got to connect to this guy, Mike Valor. I was like, I was like, well, you know how I am, Nate. Um, you know, I'm a relationship guy, so I know you. And so because I know you, if you're coming to me saying that, then that instantly gives him some cachet, but I don't know him. And so, you know, I need to know who he is, and I need to know something about him. So Nate, you know, gave me a... a, a uh, some some backdrop to his story, and then I talked to his 
his boy Christian. Uh, and just hey, let me tell you something. If if you need a hype man, <laughs> Christian is a hype man. Cause after he finished talking to me about Mike, I was ready to get on a plane and meet him. So his the his story is powerful. Um, Mike, I want you to, you know, sort of give people your story. The backdrop of what we do here is about gifting and people understanding what your gift is. But but in addition, I want you to sort of tell your story, tell what it is you're doing, so so the audience can sort of understand what that process you 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 went through to get where you are. Uh, you know, his program is called, you know, Zero to Hero. And 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 so we give him the respect and the honor of calling him a hero. And he told me just, I say, what do you want me to call you? You know, entrepreneur, speaker, author. He said, no, just call me hero. I said, okay, that's what I'm going to call you. He said, and I promise you, I won't disappoint. So I'm I'm putting you on blast. So without further ado, Mike Valor, um, I introduce you to, to my, um, to my uh, my audience, and the the stage is yours, sir. All right, can everybody hear me? Okay. Yeah, they they're all on mute right now, so they probably can't awesome. tell you, but I think so. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. What's up, guys? Michael Valor here. How's everybody doing? Hopefully, fantastic. I am stoked to be on this call and sharing this vision, my story, my gift with you guys here. Um, being invited on this call was a huge honor for me. I, I haven't done too many times where I've like gone from my audience, which is like a ton of millennials, right, into different audiences and like dip my toes in the water and try to impact people's lives with whatever my story may gift you. So where we're basically at and who I am is I'm a 21-year-old entrepreneur, um, but it didn't start out as flashy as it originally, as originally was. You know, it was kind of shifty at first. I grew up in Trenton, New Jersey. So I was born in Trenton, right? And it's the 11th most dangerous city in the United States. So we did not get the top 10, but we were pretty close. We're on the door, okay? We're on the door. We're knocking on the door. So I didn't make top 10, but I grew up in a very low-income household, and I just thought that's how it was. I thought that some people were lucky, and they were born to be rich, you know? And some people were lucky. They were born to be smart, and I was neither of the two. <laughs> I was just not lucky. I was just a not a lucky guy, you know? I was heavily overweight at the time. I was just eating junky food and I was thinking junky thoughts. And at school, I just wasn't doing good. I mean, school wasn't my go-to, you know? I mean, my family came from a broken family. So mom, dad, divorced. Um, dad was into all kinds of crazy things. We're not going to get too far, but it was treacherous and much worse than I could probably tell you on the phone right now. And I just thought it was hopeless, guys. I mean, I, I really did. To be honest with you, I thought it was hopeless. And it's crazy, I mean, to have this kind of darkness wrapped around you every single day where it's like you don't get to control your own destiny, you know, where I didn't get to control my own choices, that the decisions were predestined for me, that the public education system every day was putting on my, on my table, on my desk, failure, F, 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 and I got failure every day, and I was telling my friends, I'm like, look, I'm stupid, I'm the stupid one. That's why I, I mean, I literally said that. I spoke those words, we know how powerful words are, right? The positive affirmations and speaking things into existence and talking good about yourself and keeping a positive attitude is so, so important. And I was saying these negative things. And it comes to a time where I'm the class clown. I'm messing around in class. I'm not really worried about homework. I was homeless at the time. So I'm literally walking from under the 98 bypass here in Wake Forest, North Carolina, to school every single day, carrying my backpack with me. And my teacher's like, why don't you do your homework, Mike? And I'm like, 
I'm worried about home, period, not homework. We don't have a home to work in. And literally, it was that bad. And I looked down at myself, and, and I'm going to get kind of morbid here for a second, but I promise you I'll bring it back up because I think this is kind of how life goes. You know, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It's always a struggle. But it, it's a beautiful struggle. It always turns out to be absolutely beautiful in the end. So I'm under this bridge, and I'm looking down, and I am thinking to myself, I'm thinking to myself, I'm alone right now. I'm alone. Okay, and a lot of people can relate to that in the society. It's crazy how connected we all are, but how alone we actually are, right? It's like we've got 100 people liking our status on Facebook, but no one to call when we've got a problem, right? So I'm there, and I've got no phone. I'm under a bridge. I'm looking down at the ground, and it starts to get nighttime. And I'll tell you this. It's probably like one of the scariest, and I don't share this too often, um, but I feel comfortable sharing it here on this call. But it's an immense feeling of, like, true loneliness and fear when you're by yourself in the dark with no phone, and you're outside because – when you're outside and you're not in four walls with a bunch of locked doors, you don't know who's going to come at you. You know what I mean? When your eyes close, nobody's got your back. It's just you. I mean, and I, and I can say that with a smile now, but I'm telling you guys, it was like one of the most fearful things in my life. I was 16 years old living under a bridge for weeks at a time, I bouncing around from house to house, never in the same house for more than four months. And I'm sitting in class and I'm wearing the same clothes that I always wear because you don't get to change when you're homeless, right? We don't have closets and showers and stuff. I could use the local, like, restrooms at the McDonald's, okay? And that's what I was pulling off, right? There's some cool tricks about that that we can talk about another time. I right? like, pull off, like, get in showers when you need them to. But I walk into class. I'm wearing my pajamas. I'm the class clown. I'm messing around like crazy. I'm number 518 out of 528 in my class, okay, for grades. That means I'm in the last 10 people for grades, and six of those people were expelled, so they've got a complete zero. That means there was four living beings behind me in class. I'm talking the bottom of the barrel, ladies and gentlemen. My dad was moving Coke machines. My mom was jumping from middle management job to middle management job at like a Starbucks or a Harris Teeter. We had no money on the table. I mean, hot dogs, literally hot dogs, bar-ass hot dogs, 88 cents at Walmart, day in, day out, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I am talking about that kind of life. And I walk into school without a care in the world, literally. I, I didn't think school was for me. I thought, hey, I'm going to be a plumber. This was my dream. I'm going to be a plumber. Why? Because I already see a toilet like three times a day, so adding one more time can't hurt too much. You know what I'm saying? So $70,000 a year, I'll take another toilet today. You know what I mean? I'll see four, right? So that's what I'm thinking. And these guys walk into my class, okay, and I'm sitting there, and I'm hanging out. I'm in my pajamas. I'm, I'm messing around. Who cares? It's school. doesn't matter. And my teacher walks out, and a substitute walks in, and I am stoked, right? Everybody knows this. When the substitute walks in, it's time to mess around. So I'm looking at my friends. I'm getting excited. You know what I mean? We're about to mess around. I'm about to do nothing in class. And they put this worksheet on my desk, and it says, start a business at the top. Start a business. And I was like, like literally, like shove it off my desk. Because who can start a business? Who can create something? Only rich, smart people with privilege can create something. Those silver spoon kids who's they, their parents bought them cars and phones and hang out with them and help them with their homework. Those kids, not me. So I got together with five of my friends, and it turns out that the business we started was called Bands for Boston, did $25,000 in revenue in a week and a half, and we donated it to charity. But before we did, I was holding that money in my hands, and I was looking at $25,000 and realizing that that was my dad's yearly salary at the time. Amazing. And a week and a half that a 16-year-old created that amount of money was mind-boggling, paradigm-shifting even. And I was looking at this amount of money, and I was just in awe. I was like, I created this. 
that I created this, that, that I live in, in, a, in an amazing country that some people do hate, and, and it, it, sometimes it gets bad here. It does. But what it started for, why it started was a great thing because an American it literally ends with I can, okay? It's free. It, we're free here, and you can create stuff. And when I realized that, I was like, look, okay, I might not be the smartest. I might not get an AMI test. I might not be able to memorize every single flashcard, every single highlighted textbook, and have a reading comprehension level of a 4-5, right? But what I can do is I can create stuff. And not just that, but I can create stuff. Wow. Because, man, I've got creativity. And I started to see other people and find this in them as well, that creativity is not just a singular thing that all of us are looking at this amazing thing God created called life, right? You wake up, you open your eyes, and all of a sudden you're starting to see this thing called existence. And this thing called existence is, is a miraculous thing. It's amazing. It's so intricate. I mean, even my pillowcases, what I'm looking at right now, 600 threads, 600 threads per count. I don't know if that's exactly right, but I'm pretty sure 600 threads are woven together so, so intensely that you can't even see a split. And that's amazing to me. That level of unity, that level of cooperation kind of changed my mindset. I was like, wow, everybody is pretty creative. Okay, so if that's the case, right, Let's get, follow with me here. If everybody's creative, what does that mean then? Okay, what's stopping us? What's stopping us from stopping? You know, here's some, another, a couple more with facts. 22,000 kids a day are dying from starvation, poverty. 22,000, ladies and gentlemen, 22,000 kids are dying. Okay, and I mean, those are the ones they can count. How do you think they're counting all these kids? Um, seriously, that's happening in a world with so much creativity, with so much amazement, with so much love, with so much grace. That's happening in our world today. And we're on this phone call. And, and, and at first it made me angry, right? It should. It should make you angry. Why is no one fixing this? Why is no one getting creative? Why are, why are there obstacles? And here's the deal. And the reason why that my last name is the way it is right now, because I actually changed it. And it's crazy. Not a lot of people know this. And I don't tell this story too often because it's something near and dear to my heart. It's like a private thing. But it's because I grew up in an environment where our family reunions were at the New Jersey State Penitentiary. And I didn't want my kids to look at that life. I wanted my kids to look at me and say, hey, Dad, what's our last name mean? And it means valor. And what does valor mean, Dad? Valor means to overcome, to overcome obstacles. And you know what? I wanted to stand for that. I wanted for people to look at me and say, look, just because that kid from nothing, who was 260 pounds, incredibly overweight, the stupid kid, the failure, the class clown, the kid who lived under a bridge, the kid with no money, no chance, no future, he made it, man. He made it. And not only did he make it, but he helped other people make it. And that was so huge to me. That became my life purpose. That created a burning desire inside of my heart. And it changes because a lot of times what we get on these calls for is motivation, right? You want to be motivated. You want to be fired up. You want that gasoline to go after your dreams and goals. You want that gasoline to go after your gifts, right, to make sure people know what gifts you've got. And I kept running on motivation for so long, but I kept having to refuel, and refueling took energy, and I didn't have the energy because I didn't think I could create anything, and that just made me, like, hopeless, but we live in this world here, and there's two different worlds outside of this, right? We've got, we've got a really nice place, okay? A lot of people know what I'm talking about. We're all planning on going there, right, after we die, right? And then you've got a really bad place. And the really bad place is complete hopelessness. It's hopelessness. I mean, you are just hopeless as a guest. You're not going anywhere, right? It's just bad everywhere you look. Nasty teeth, fire, it's crazy there. And the other one is pure hope. I mean, everything's great. Paradise. 
But we're right stuck in the middle. We're right there, right in the middle. And it's crazy because now we have this thing called free will where we get to make a decision. And that decision for me while I was under that bridge was am I going to have hope or am I going to have fear? Those are my two questions. Am I going to operate off a fear-based paradigm or am I going to operate off hope? That's what I had to answer. And when I saw $25,000 by the grace of God in my hand, I was blown away, ladies and gentlemen. I was blown away. I was like, this kid, this stupid kid can create this and anyone can create anything. And how about this? How about even more? Anyone can overcome anything. Anyone can overcome any obstacle because that's what's holding us back from this creativity. Obstacles. No matter who you are on this call, out of the hundreds of people, we all have different problems. And guess what? Here's the thing, and I know this might be hard to hear, but it's your problems are just as hard for you as someone else's problems are for them. They're specifically designed, specifically designed for you to accomplish them, to help you grow, to make you a better person. And a lot of times what happens is we kind of put those problems under the rug, right? You leave them alone. They, they come out on Thanksgiving dinners when one of your like relatives get a little too drunk. They, they start like talking about it. You know what I'm saying? It gets crazy. But what I'm saying is, in reality, okay, we all have obstacles, problems. Some people face them, some people don't. And when they don't, they get caught in a loop and they face the same problem over and over again. You have people in your life that you've seen do this, where they're facing the same issue over and 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 over again. Every year you talk to them, every month you talk to them, oh, my car's broken down. My girlfriend's like this. I can never get a good job. My boss sucks. All that stuff, right? And it's because of an inner problem. What we see in the world is what we see in ourselves. And I knew that I was not going to go out there. I'm telling you, I was not going to go out there and not change me because I knew I was the first thing that had to change in this world and that the world may be messed up. It might be. It is. It really is. It really is messed up. We all know that. It's so messed up. But how do hey, we Mike. change it? We can't, go, we can't go out there and change the world. We've got to change ourselves. Hey, Mike, go inside. Yeah. What's up? I'm telling you, man, you are dropping some major knowledge on this call. I, I wanted to... I apologize for interrupting, but I wanted to uh, make sure that, that that the audience really catches a hold to to to, to the knowledge you dropping. So I'm going to ask you some questions, and you can you can correct me. So so sort of like what I call echo listening. So you cool. you, you said some major things, like you know what I want to highlight is that um, is that you didn't let the hand you were dealt at the start of your life have any any kind of role within the the construct of how you went forward in your life right you didn't you didn't exactly. allow it to accept to use it to help you to be to, to be something to help you move yourself forward there, there were a couple of things you said i thought that were important and i want the audience to hear this i, I the, the most important thing that that i, I heard from you that that, that, that just struck me was that the time where you were most contemplative and where the essence of the fortitude of your direction was when you were living under that bridge. 100%. You were talking really about, and, and, and I want to highlight this because as we talk about gifts, and I know you're going to get into more stuff because when you start talking about going from zero to hero, I know that there's more to it. I, I just want to make a. I just want to highlight that uh, what, what I want you to hear from this young man. Now, now I'm I'm almost fifty, and anybody at the age that this young man is to capture this thing 
I mean, absent of a meteor hitting, hitting him, he's going to be a great man. Now, let me tell you why. Because most people, when they're under the bridge, what they do is look at where they're at and lament their position versus think about their position and determine how they're going to move forward. Because he kept thinking about it. He kept talking about it. And he didn't think about, man, what me? why am I here? Why am I under the bridge? <laughs> it seemed like that was your seminal moment. So I just wanted to articulate that and sort of echo listening back to you to sort of get an idea uh, if I'm on the right track and, and just to sort of have a conversation with you as you go through what you're saying. Perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I do believe that life is defined in these moments, right? Because we've got this buffer of time in between each one of our moments. And the, one of the moments was holding 25000 in my hand at once, right? Okay. Another moment was yeah, yeah, feeling yeah. that loneliness under the bridge. You know what I mean? Those moments are what made up the ideals and belief systems that I act upon today. Got you. The bridge, the 25000 you know, realizing at 16 that you were empowered, right? So you had both the yep. moments. Of of despair and a moment of empowerment. I, you know, I want to make sure I'm I'm I'm, I'm phrasing this right, because for sure, yeah, because I think that's important that people need that when they hear about this story, and I and I just want to reiterate, this dude is what twenty. He's twenty one years old. Twenty one. Yep. Some people worked on jobs longer than that, <laughs> <laughs> and yet. He's been able to 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 capture two core things that most people don't capture. Here's what happens with many people: they get to a moment of despair, and the moment of despair defines them. They take their life. They stay in that situation. They don't ever move forward. And then some people, they um, they have a moment of empowerment, and and this is what I need everybody to understand: every single moment you go through. It's just like balancing on a, on, a, on, a, on a high wire. There is no such thing as a stable ground when you're, when you're on a, a, on, in motion to progress. It, there's always a possibility of falling. The ground is never stable for you to be sedentary. So, so you can be in a moment of despair and then get so in despair that you choose to take your life or you choose not to move forward and you think you start to be down on yourself. And then you can have a moment of, of empowerment but then you start to think that the empowerment is 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 uh you know you start getting narcissistic with it you don't you lack humility so there's always both sides but so what I want to ask you um Mike is you're successful you're 20 uh 21 years old and you're successful and you have a major following what prevents you from falling into the the realm of of being nar narcissistic or thinking too much of yourself. Awesome. Great. Well, um, I, I would say what has stopped me from that and what's been the barrier is a couple things. Okay. One, um, experience. And what I mean by that is, is I feel like experience is power. Okay. The more we experience in our life, people can go through 70 years of a life and experience very little things. Leave the house very little, make very little risk, travel very little places. And I think the more experience we pack into our years is the more, like, the more growth, the more knowledge, the more power that we'll have in our life. So then you get, like, super powerful, right, by, by experiencing all these things. And then the question is, like, how do you keep yourself at a human level? And here's the cool thing. I think the more you experience, the more you realize how vast 
and I'm talking vast. This world is, and each culture, and how deep you can go into the knowledge, how big the solar system is, and not just the solar system, but the galaxy with approximately 100 billion solar systems in it, you know what I'm saying? And that's just one galaxy, you know? So it's like, I understand that I'm just a human being, you know? And I'm, I'm looking up, and I see, like, this almighty creation around me, and all my job is is to learn as much as I can, appreciate as much as I can, and just seek that truth, spread as much positivity as possible while while enjoying every single detail of the creation that I can. I think it's it's like kind of weird, and this is like going to be a little weird example, but it's kind of like, you know, we're kind of made in God's image, right? You know, he said that. We're not kind of, I mean, he said that. You know what I mean? So it's like we're made in God's image, and I feel like it's like, God's image experiencing itself. I'm like looking around at all the things that God created and I'm amazed by it every single day. And that amazement makes me feel small, but that people connotate that smallness, that tininess of feeling, and they make it sound like a negative thing, but it's actually so amazing. Feeling small is really good because when I'm small, then I have so much to explore. You know what I mean? Absolutely. 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 So humility, humility leaves you open to a wider breadth of things that you can explore versus sort of creating your own world and thinking your world is is the only place to explore. Does that make sense? I mean, when you start thinking you're the center of the universe, you no longer start exploring the universe because you think you're the center of it. That seemed like that would oh, be 100%. a good a good way of, of thinking about it. I, you know, I had a couple of things uh, I wanted to ask you. So we talked about zero the hero. Um, sort of explain, you know, that I, I, I just, you know, I'm just fascinated by, by your story about the mindset about um, uh, just, you know, your ability, your leadership uh, abilities. To me, leadership seems to be a gift of yours. There's a lot of energy, a lot of wisdom in what you say. Um, I mean, at 21, um, you really, you know, I, 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 I can't say that I'm as, gifted as you but i can say at 50 i can sort of have experientially understood the things you're saying and say yep mm -hmm. that's true that's <laughs> makes sense right so right. um i guess the piece that i want to really uh uh highlight is um when you talk about zero the hero is the con is the construct of everything you've said on the call the the in the embodiment of that or is there a specific strategy or a specific program or a specific thing that you're trying to do because i know you talked about these things you're talking about positivity in the world you talked about uh you know you use the example of, of the people uh you know twenty five thousand uh children dying of hunger and all these other things what what in specifics is 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 uh michael valor's objective in what he does and and before Amazing. you yeah, and before you 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 start on that, I just want to say, I mean, you know, mind mind blown when you said about changing your name to reflect a a a uh, uh, a legacy that you want to move forward with. Uh, and what I love about that is you really were active in 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 severing your past that was holding you back. And connecting to something that could catapult you toward your destiny. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want your kids oh, yeah. have to have to, you know, uh, you know, 
uh, see pictures, you know, with people with similar last names locked up in prison. And all that. I get, mm -hmm. I get exactly what you're saying. So, so can you sort of walk us through that? And then after, you know, after you, we, we sort of walk through that, I want to give open up the floor to everybody to give people an opportunity to ask some questions. But can you sort of walk us through that piece? Incredible. Okay. Yeah. Great. So basically, what I've done is I've taken all that stuff that I've learned from my story. And I've applied it to uh, multiple businesses. So I'm kind of a serial entrepreneur. And right now, I've created a business that does $250,000 consistently in profit on the side. So it's like my side business. And it pays the bills. You know, it pays the bills. It lets me live a lifestyle that I want to live. It lets me give back. Actually, we were at the GoPro Recruiting Mastery event with Tony Robbins. And I got to donate $10,000 to feed 100,000 families this Christmas. You know, and it's... It's like people are like money's not everything, but money can change so much. You know, money's what puts food on 747s and flies them over to different countries. And it's what brings people pop, like out of poverty here, you know what I mean? And like creates the programs and the infrastructure to change things. So there's that. I, I, I got to entrepreneurship when I figured out that creation was a cool thing to do, right? And then I was like talking to one of my friends, and he's, like, he's a guru. His name is Luke Hessler. He's a guru in network marketing. I mean, the guy is absolutely amazing. He's the best there is. And he's worked out this huge following, right? He's got a ton of people. He's one of the best leaders I've ever met in my life, so millennial. And he's got this huge following, and he was like, Mike, look, I need, I need a program, you know, because you build the people, and the people build the business, right? And I need a program that makes people grow. And I haven't seen anybody grow as much as you. You know, I lost 60 pounds. I created a residual income of $250,000. I got to hire both my parents off the workforce. So now my dad works for me full time, which is amazing. I have 140 employees in Hawaii. He's like, I've seen you go from zero to hero, literally. He said that to me. And I was like, wow, that is a killer name for a product. I was like, that's amazing. And I go on and I've, I've delved into success. You know, I love self-development. I look into it every single day. You got Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, Bob Proctor. I mean, all the guys. I mean, I've, I've read their books. I've, I've gone through their audio systems. And I always found something missing because what happens is, is that we idolize these people that are on such a higher level than us. I'm talking like crazy. Like they've got millions of dollars and they're just rocking it. And, and they're speaking from where they're at right now, okay, where their mindset is, okay? So let's, let's use this example. Let's say Bob Proctor speaking to us at a level seven, okay? And everybody in the audience is a level one or two or three. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to duplicate and replicate his level seven concepts, his level seven advice. And the thing is, and what makes a good speaker, what I've seen, what I've found when I've studied like the world champions, is what they do is they come down to the audience's level, and whatever that level is, okay, they speak to them on that level, and they walk them slowly up to the level that they desire to be at. And that's when communication really happens. The root word of communication is calm, C-O-M-M, -M, and it's common, it's the same root word, common, okay? And that's coming to terms with your audience. It's that, it's that mental chemistry between you and who you're speaking to and where they're at right now, how they're viewing life, because it's so vastly different than what you guys – you guys are seeing so much different stuff than I'm seeing, right? So what I did was is I created a Zero to Hero program in each and every single level, okay, out of 10 levels or 20 bucks, okay? Now, these other programs out there are like 1000 bucks. I mean, Grand Cardone University, people are paying like $9,000, $5,000 for these programs. And I remember – and it's kind of a crazy story – when I first got started in business and I wanted to start the company that now produces that residual income for me, right? I had $40 in my pocket and my mentor, who was my math teacher at the time, he was like, I want you to spend all of your money on books. 
And I was like, what? He's like, listen, this is the only time you're ever going to get to do this in your life. Spend all of your money on books. I was like, Pops, I only have $40 left. He was like, I'm telling you, man, spend it all on information. And with that information, I built the organization that I have today. And now I get to travel the world, and I get to train. And we actually did a huge training down in um, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Um, We're going to be traveling the world just training, inspiring millennials, people who are building the new lives for us, people who are growing up in an economy and a culture that is just so crazy. So what I did was I studied human growth. And this is like the bottom line here. As I studied human growth, I found out what level one is, okay? And level one, we call it the foundation. The Zero to Hero program is called the foundation. And what the foundation teaches is desire, okay? How to enliven someone's desire. Show them that one, number one, change is possible. That's the first thing people got to get. Because when I was there, I was change is not possible. That's what I thought. I, I was hopeless, right? And when we teach people that change is possible, that you can go out there and change, that's huge. It opens up a whole new thing. Now, next thing we got to learn is success and the law of eventual certainty. And that's huge. And it's something that I came across in my time, my short time here, right, 21 years. But I came across eventual certainty. So let me explain. You guys have all rode a bike before. Everyone's ride a bike. A couple people on the call are like, nah, I have not rode a bike. But you know what I'm saying? Pretty much everybody's ride a bike, okay? So work with me if you haven't, all right? You got, you got training. You get on the bike, and you start going, and you fall off. You knock your knee, and you're upset. And mom's like, come on. You could do this. Get back on the bike, right? And you get back on. You pedal again. Pedal, 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 pedal. And then you try again. You try again. You get better and better and better and better, right? Until you're riding the bike. You're not even touching handlebars anymore. You're going down the street, hanging out with Jimmy. You're going to the pond. You're hanging out now. You've got so much more opportunity because of how good you got at riding that bike. And it's the same exact thing for success. It's the same thing for everything. It's crazy because humans are literally designed to succeed. The more you do something, the better you get at it. And if that's the case, You need to pick the one thing that you want to do and understand the law of eventual certainty that one day you'll get there if you just hold on for dear life. So that's a couple of concepts just from the level one program. Um, Actually, I'm a big fan of science. I'm a part of the World Future Society. I actually got to speak in D.C. with the top 1,300 researchers in the globe. These people fly all around the world. They're brainiacs. They, They kill me. You know what I mean? But I try to surround myself with people who are, who are inventing like quantum mechanic machines, you know what I'm saying, and, and all kinds of different matter transportations, all weird, crazy stuff we are thinking about, experiments, right? And I surround myself with these people, and they've told me so many amazing things about science and the human brain, and, and we've got to understand that everything that we experience, everything that we see, feel, hear, touch, comes from our brain. And it's time to start training that thing, you know what I'm saying? Try to Try to make it better. So what I've done is in the program, there's actually this thing called binaural beats, okay? And you can look these up on Google. They're really cool. Binaural beats. In nature, none of this never happens. Two tones in two different ears, okay? Every time in nature, obviously, both of our ears are active, and we hear one tone in each ear. So what our brain tries to do is it tries to justify those two tones. So it's like blah, 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 two tones. And our brain tries to justify those two tones by making them one tone. And our brain, when we're focused, okay, when we're studying, when we're at work, we get into a brain state, right? And that brain state could be a beta state. And what that means is your brain's focused. It's crazy. You can literally test when your brain's focused. When you're meditating, you can test it. You can see that your brain's in a theta state. Or when you're sleeping, you're in a delta state. It's incredible. So now what they found out in science is through these binaural beats, they can artificially put their brains in states of focus. So in my program, there's affirmations outlined, okay? So we have the affirmations that are going to program our subconscious, 
And then we've got these binaural beats and isochronic tones in the background already built in to put you in a focused state so that you're accepting these words. And then there's hours of audio on there and a program guide that walks you through daily modes of operation, your habits, your daily, the things you do every day to make you into the person you're trying to be. So that's just level one, obviously, but there, it comes in each package, each one, and I wanted to make sure that I spent $40 on all my knowledge, and I want to make sure that a kid with 20 bucks and, and a person, a grown-up with $20 in their pocket can at least try this out, pull it out, 20 bucks. I mean, you spend 10 times more than that at a grocery store, and I wanted people to just have – easy access to success because it changed my life so drastically and my only objective is to change others awesome 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 hey you know what i'm gonna tell you straight up i'm i'm just like you i'm i'm into the whole cognitive uh aspect of how our brains work and 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 so we could talk forever on that but what i want to do now um you know, a couple of things i like to reiterate what you talked about a couple of points that i want to just reiterate to the audience uh, to make some connection between what you're talking about and, and bring some congruence between to show some consistency with successful people and what I what I what I talk about when I talk about um, operating no master knowing mastering operating your gift and you know making room the the business development versus the uh, personal development component and there were a couple of things you talked about you talked about creativity and innovation. Uh, you talked about entrepreneurship. You talked about information. I, I put down information are the seeds of innovation. In other words, you know, your 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 math teacher told you to go get this book. Um, you know, I believe that a person who is, has a creative mind and an innovative mind um, is not too much unlike a builder or a or an artist. But if they don't have any paints, if they don't have any canvas, if they don't have any brushes, it's really hard to do something uh, uh, to create. You know. Uh, you can you can you can formulate it in your head, but without without some tangible things, you, it's hard to create. And so, you know, I always try to tell people if you're gonna if, if you really want to, you know, tap into what you're trying to do. If you really want to understand how to make room and and create these products that you need to create as a derivative of your gift, you know, you need to have information, you need to have resources, you need to have community. So I, I completely agree with you on that. I love this thing about eventual certainty. Um, uh, you know, about, you know, to me, what that just really says to me is that, you know, if a person uh, state and, you know, there are different terminologies for that beta, delta, uh, uh, there's a thought where they talk about learning, where they talk about focus mode and diffuse mode. In other words, there's a focus mode where your mind, you sort of get in that mode when you're cramming or when you are focused on something. And diffuse mode is sort of when you daydream. And what they say is that, your brain, when it's in focus mode, you know, gets information. But your brain, when it, yeah, somebody call on mute because I can tell us. Uh, your brain, when it is in uh, uh, diffuse mode, that's when your brain makes those connections that you were talking about, uh, Mike. So yeah, I agree with everything that you've uh, sort of articulated on the call. And um, I want to right now give everyone an opportunity to uh, to sort of weigh in and ask some questions because you've given us a lot of information. And I am absolutely sure that there are people within the audience who have questions. And so we just it's sort of around, uh, you know, we just open up the mics and, and give people opportunity to ask questions. So listen, people, 
don't uh, don't hesitate. I mean, you know, we we got a guy here who who has an enormous amount of information, and I think it'd be wise to uh, take advantage of it. So I'm going to open up the call right now. First, before we do that, first before we do that, let me let my hosts ask some questions of you, Mike. Uh, so Alan and um, and Kim, if y'all got some questions for Mike, uh, uh, you know, throw them at him right now. Hi, Mike. This is Kim. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic and getting better. How about yourself? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, my husband and I were part of the business power couple, and I thought you brought up some great points. I, I really like um, what you were saying and could really relate to it. And one of the things you talked about was um, when you were lost and what you and your friends decided to do was start a business. And could you talk a little bit about um why you guys decided to start a business at a time when you were at a time in despair. Awesome. Um, I kind of think that uh, God puts stuff in your life when you need it, you know, and um, they literally, the substitutes came in and it was a CTE class. So it was like a business education class. And these guys came in, they were running a program with youth in high schools and training them on how to start a business. So literally, they put a worksheet in front of us. It was a school project that turned into a crazy industry. So it's literally a worksheet to start a business on top of it. I mean, you can't get any more clear than that, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and through that, Mike, um, how did you guys build the business to the point of, you said it became extremely successful, right? And you went on to start your own business and hire your parents? Yep. So, so how it became successful, and I think how any business becomes successful, a couple things. We live in a very connected age. So social media is absolutely huge. You've got to master it, okay? You've got to master it. If you're in business right now, I would suggest you looking up social media. WikiHow is an amazing teacher. Gary Vee has incredible content. If you just watch what these guys do on their social medias, you'll see right away how to build a brand how to like create that uh, essence that people see when they see your brand, right? And drawing people in. So there's local marketing, there's heavy marketing, and business is super simple online. Like I do everything from my phone, from my home. So I can literally create thousands of dollars in my pajamas due to the age we're in today. So we got to take advantage of that. That's number one. Number two is high attractor yes. patterns, okay? High attractor patterns. And what that basically means is, is that there's certain words, certain feelings, and certain images that make people happy, that make people want it, that make people desire, okay? And big companies, huge companies, Disney, Rolex, these guys have already gotten these attractor patterns down. They know exactly what it is that makes their customers want their products, that want Disney's mystery and fun or Rolex's royalty, you know what I'm saying? Where does it come from? You know what I mean? And finding that attractor pattern word that fits you. So it's like rating the words that are going to come across the people's minds when they think about your brand and then constantly putting that into all of your context. So for me, it's hero. You know, it's something I've always wanted to be as a hero and it resonates with people. 
because we all have that hero inside of us, you know what I mean? No one wants to turn away when someone's in peril, and everyone wants to help someone else, you know what I mean? As long as they don't think they're going to lose anything, they want to reach out that hand. And that was absolutely huge. That's a high tractor pattern, right? So I, I pump out hero. I make sure people think of me as a hero. I make sure I carry myself as a hero, right? Because we are exactly what we reveal. You know, we are exactly what we reveal to people. So if I, if, I, if I said a bunch of different things on this call, I'd be a totally different person to you guys. You see what I'm saying? So it's about saying the words of the person you're trying to be like, the brand you're trying to get across. You know what I mean? Finding what your gift is. You know, that's, that's the exact point is finding what your gift is. And my gift was I'm not great at a lot of things, but I am great at showing people what they're great at and motivating them to find it. So that was my gift, and I call that a hero because it wakes people up. You know what I'm saying? So that mixed with, the mechanics of it, which are usually like 10 to 15% of the business, and that's all social media. I'm telling you, social media, branding yourself, and finding those words that you can just label all over everything. That's superb, Mike. That's um, going right down the path of what we're trying to do with the Your Gifts Conference, and I just thank you for that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. All right, we're going to open it up. Come on, audience. Don't y'all, don't y'all put any... Uh, <laughs> pauses in here. I know y'all got a lot of questions. So uh, the floor is open for questions. Awesome. I have a question. How's it going? Uh, Mr. Michael Valor. My name is uh, Salvatore. You're out of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I just have a quick question for you. You were talking about Zero Foundation. When does that come out, and how how exactly do I go about getting Awesome, awesome. All right, um, quick question. Can we mute it after someone asks a question so then I can answer oh, it and yeah. then we can open it up again? What, what did the young man say his name was? My name was Salvador. Salvador, okay. All right, Salvador, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute you because there's background noise. Awesome. All right, so he's talking about the foundation and where to get it. Foundation comes out January 1st. 2017. Um, that's pretty huge. You know, new year, new you. People like to use that uh, new year's time as like that set point. That's what I call them. Set points is like when everyone will like in the whole world, everyone thinks, oh, new me. I can do something different now because it's a new year, right? We can create those set points anytime and any day, but people like to do it on new year. So I wanted to release January 1st, new year, new you, the foundation. Um, definitely follow me on Facebook. That would be the that would be the number one thing. That's one of my biggest um, ways of reaching out socially. It's just Michael Valor, okay? M I C H A E L V A L O R, and you will get all of the updates. Um, tons of video footage, tons of content. Follow me on Facebook. That's probably the easiest way to get access to anything. Awesome, man! Thank you so much for that, and um, I really appreciate. It. I'm definitely gonna get your program. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord's open. Come on, y'all. There's too many people on this call. I know you got to, the first, the, listen, one of the number one things that prevent people from moving to their destiny is they don't ask. So if nobody's asking, everybody got to answer. Yeah, I got, I got one. I got one, Pete. All right. What's up, Dennis? Hey, hello. How you doing, man? Um, um, I was gonna ask you, Mr. Mike, man. Um, how how did you um pretty much stay pushing um through um you know all the stuff that you you know you've been through as 
the part where you were saying you was up from the, the bridge. And um, um, another question too, you know, if I may ask, um, you know, did did some of the pain that you have or whatever that you know you you're going through to today is it still there or you just you know or is it or is it oh, I'm sorry is it still there? Cool. And, Great. Um, that's an that's amazing question. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's an incredible question. Um, so the pain, okay, that's evident. It's there, you know. I think about, I mean, it's still it's still at a point where I don't have a family. You know what I'm saying? I still don't have that, you know. I, I interact with some of them sometimes, but it's, like, very rare, and it, and it makes me feel distant. And then that pain is evident, for sure, especially during the holidays. You know, we just passed Christmas, and I get to spend those holidays kind of by myself. You know, it's, like, a little bit recluse. But for me, the pain and the anguish, the loneliness, I'm telling you, and I really want you to grab this if you do have any pain with you, is it turns into fuel. It turns into inspiration. I'm serious because you're going to get angry. I mean, anger was like one of the main things that got me going. And sometimes I do get angry still. I still get angry to this day. It's when I get posed with a limitation. For me, limits make me so angry. I'm serious. When someone tells me I can't do something, you might have faced this too. Someone tells you you can't do something, or maybe you don't feel like anyone's on your side, man. I'm telling you, use that anger in in a way of called indignation, because indignation breeds change. What that means is, is like when you're shackled up, when you're shackled up, they they okay, this is a good example. You got horses, right? And they wrap the horses up with the ropes, and they put them around these like little poles, and the horse could easily, easily pull that pole right out of the ground, right? But it's not mad enough. The horse is not trying to break its ba- like bondages. Make sense? So the thing is, is that I use that anger and I, and I look at myself in the mirror because here's the cool thing. You're only ever, ever going to be you, okay? So you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, dude, I've got two options. Either I let this pain eat me up or I eat it up, dude. I get fired up. I take that pain as my weapon on every single day. You know what I'm saying? One, because it's an inspiration to make other people not feel that pain. Number two, because that pain is fire and fire works. I'm telling you, in the marketplace, you got to get grinding. you got to get nasty about it. you got to get angry because here's the deal. Let me tell you, there's a burst. There's a, there's a limitation, a glass ceiling that keeps a lot of us in an income that we are now staying in, right? We're habitual creatures, and we think, just like I did when my dad was only working at Coke, okay? He's moving Coke machines for a living. I thought that was all I could get. And when you get mad enough about the fact that you've been taught that your whole life, that that's all you can get and that's, that's going to stop you, I'm telling you, that indignation, that pain, I'm telling you, please grab this because this was huge for me. That indignation bred change. I used it for inspiration. I went to bed every day. You know when someone tells you you can't do something or you can't beat them, how much harder are you going to try? And that's exactly what you should do in business. You can't let it beat you up. You've got to know, you've got to know that someone out there has been telling you the wrong story for far too long, and it's time to make that change, and only you can do it, and it's about your strength and tearing in that pain into hope. Cool? Woo! Uh, you, you, dro- you dropped the first major uh, diamond, uh, a dime on here when you said either, you either let pain eat you up or you eat it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I love that. Does anybody else have any uh, questions out there? Yeah, absolutely. This course, Sean, Brave Boy, man, I definitely got a question for you. Hey, how you doing, What's Mike, up, man? man? It's my pleasure to hear from you, man. I already hit you up on Facebook, so you'll, you'll be hearing from me, man. I love what I heard today. Um, I got a couple hard questions. 
So my first question is going to be, with all the different products out there that's, that's you know, promising these transformations with the turn of the new year, I want to know how yours is different aside from it being affordable. And then I got another question after you answer that for me. Appreciate it. Awesome. Yep, no problem. So basically, mine's different. Here's a couple reasons. One, because all the people that you're going to get these programs from are speaking from where they're at right now. They're speaking from multi-millions of dollars. They're speaking from high up. They're speaking from privilege, okay? And they're coming down, and they're giving you one piece of knowledge, okay? You got Tony Robbins, who talks about unleashing the power within, okay, and having a date with destiny. You got Gary Vee, who talks about grinding it out and getting on social media. You got Grant Cardone, who talks about sales. You see what I'm saying? Bob Proctor, law of attraction, the ABCs to success. What I have done is I took all those guys, and I love this, man. I love that you asked me this question, is I took all those guys, and they might be upset with me because of this, honestly. I took all of that information from everywhere, from Napoleon Hill back in the day. I'm talking to Ogman. You know, I took all the books, and I cemented it and pressured it, man. I'm pu- push, compact into a $20 program that is a diamond. It's not, it's not you mining anymore. It's not going through 150 pages. It's not listening to 17 hours of audios that are going to promise you the new you and program after program because what's the deal here, and this is the cool difference between us, is those guys make all their money off their programs. That's where their money comes from, right? They sell the programs. They make the money. Here's the deal. I've got a business that makes me money outside of this, and I don't need the money, and I wanted to make sure that it was affordable so that people could go grab it and that it was easy and it was quick, and and here's the best thing. They make those programs so that you come back to the next seminar. They make the programs so that you buy the next book. They make the programs. And, I mean, this is just business. It's common sense. They're not bad people. That's just their business. You see, they want people to keep coming back. So they give you motivation and quick remedies. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to apply inspiration to you, and I'm trying to knock this thing out one time because I want to make the world a better place. And you're not going to be better if you've got to keep coming to my seminars. I want you out there changing the world. Cool? No doubt, man. Most definitely, most definitely. My second question is going to be, you talked about attraction patterns, man. I want to know, how are you applying these attraction patterns in an example other than just incorporating the word hero and phrases on your social media? I want to hear more examples. If you can give me an example, I appreciate it. Incredible. Great. That's no problem. So I've had the blessing of being involved in a couple like high-level advertising meetings um, up in Chicago. So we were like in crazy. Like some of the meetings cost $200,000 that they, they brought me into. So the meeting itself cost that much. And these guys were doing advertising for Johnson & Johnson and McDonald's. They were going crazy with this. Okay, it's the Leo Burnett group. Okay, And I'm sitting up there and I'm hearing about how they're advertising. And I'm listening to it. And I watched the entire focus group, a bunch of adults arguing about what colors to use and, and what shapes and all this kind of thing, right? And the attractor patterns, how they play a part is it. I want you to pick a word, okay? And it's kind of like this. So you walk into class, all right? Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to elementary school days. You walk into class, and you look around, and all the kids are in class. And you don't know who's a nerd. You don't know who's a jock. You don't know where the cheerleaders are, right? But you're looking for them, and how they act determines how you treat them. Does that make sense? If one of the nerds was acting cool, he would not be a nerd. That, does that make sense? Like that's literally how it is in life. Yeah, it's like yeah, how, yeah. what you present yourself, what you present yourself like in the marketplace is what people are going to accept you as. I'm so serious, dude. You, if you come at some something with confidence, one of my favorite quotes. I'm pretty sure it's Grant Cardone. If you come at it with confidence, I guarantee you, you're going to accomplish ten times more. Okay, and he's like ten x. He's all about that. You got to come at it with confidence right, right. and tell people exactly who it is you are. So here's like a quick mechanic that might help you out. Write down a word 
resembles you, okay? Something that people vibe with, something that people like. And then I want you to start thinking of colors that match that word. So for me, hero, right, came out. Gold, gold, gold came in. Red came in. Black came in. I was like, okay, gold, red, black. That's pretty royal. It's cool. It's very valor. You know what I mean, right? And that's like, what does my brand represent? My brand represents speed. You know what I'm saying? Represents speed. It represents power, okay? It represents efficiency. And then you start writing down those words, and now you're like, okay, I can add these words to my vocabulary. I can act like these words on a day-to-day basis. And now, not only is my brand on social media, but I'm my brand. And that's when it becomes powerful, my friend. Mm, you know, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to tell, tell you. I'm going to tell you something about Corshawn. Corshawn, when he hears something like that, you know, he didn't already, oh, okay, check. Check, check. <laughs> Listen, because that was major what you said. And I want everybody to hear. I need you. Y'all constantly hear me saying that because I need to bookmark these major moments of revelation. So so he just really articulated some things because a lot of times people are so so desperate. And when I'm not desperate, but disparate or sort of they have a general idea. They have all these different things and they're not connected. And so because all of these different things are related but not connected, there's not a real way for us to have a, a real collective power and, and uh, what's the word I want to use? A regenerative power to what you're doing. And what he's showing is, is that every single thing he's doing, his name, his brand, the colors, everything that he's doing, he's making sure there's connection, there's relationship in everything. Because the way your brain works is your brain spends time. So I need, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop a little cognitive uh, wisdom on everybody. <laughs> what your brain does is get all this information, and your brain does not want to process it all the time. It doesn't take 100 different pieces of information and say, I want to process it all the time. What it does is it takes those 100 pieces of information, and it tries to find some way to condense it in some type of connective pattern such that when it sees it, it doesn't need to reprocess the same information. It makes connections based off of previous experiences. And so what happens is with what, what Mike's doing is all these different things, his name. So, so what'll happen is, he talked about these colors. What'll happen is you'll see the colors and you'll think about his name without his name being mentioned the combination of the colors will be connected in your brain. So, so he really dropped a real branding bomb on us, really, and showed how that connection to social media and what he's doing really generates some major stuff with what he's doing. Man, you, hey, hey, I, 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 what you just said, Mike, I, hey, I love that, man. I, I'm telling you right now, I got my $20 in my pocket right now because I'm ready. <laughs> January the first. So, so I'm I'm gonna open the floor up because uh, now I'm getting too excited. I'm, I might hog the floor. So I'm opening up the floor. Is, are there any more questions that anybody has? Uh, I don't have. I got questions. one. Hello. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And then the person who was talking before you, you go right after him. Okay. Give us your name. Oh, this is. Okay, Eric. Yeah, whoever was talking before Eric, after Eric gets talk gets through talking, go ahead and uh after him. Uh, sure, if you don't mind, you. What, what was uh, before you speak, Eric? What was your name? 
who was talking Chris. earlier? Chris. Chris. Okay. So Eric, you go Chris. and then Chris, you go afterwards. All right. I don't have any questions. I just wanted to say everything he just said about the branding, like really just helped me to find that one word that represents you and work around it. And I like like uh um Patrick was saying about Corshawn, like the check mark off. I was doing the same thing. Everything you just said just helped me just really think about the branding. So I just wanted to say thanks for dropping that information. I didn't have any questions. Yeah, and 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 make sure and make sure we follow you follow Mike and uh you know get your twenty dollars ready. I know people who spend twenty dollars eating hot dogs and pizza. So you know if you can get twenty dollars <laughs> spend to change your life, you need to do it. So Chris, go ahead. All right, cool. Hey, Michael, how are you? I'm 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 just gonna say you absolutely have uh, have changed my life so far. I've been following you on social media. Um, and you've done some phenomenal things, and me and my friends um, are trying to get something going here, and it's just been phenomenal having you, um, you know, close, close to my age, I'm 22 years old, close to my age being able to show us these really cool concepts that we can grasp from somebody pretty close to us. So I appreciate that, Mike. Um, my question is, you know, there's, there's, so many other, there's so many other successors, there's so many other people out there, um, but their followers and the people who are constantly surrounding them and stuff like that um, and follow them and get all their stuff and they buy all their stuff are, you know, 90%, 99% of those people are only seeing a certain amount of success. Um, you know, what does it take in your eyes um, and maybe in your program and your mindset to kind of, you know, make those masses shift and we can start, you know, maybe reaching out to the, the people who, haven't been able to figure out over all of these years and, you know, getting stuck in that rut, what makes them jump out of that the fastest? Is there a certain thing? Is there a concept um, that you are going to be able to help us out with? Cool. That's a great question. I appreciate you, Chris. Thank you. I would say a couple things, two things. One, expectation, okay? Here's the deal. A lot of people get into these programs and they expect it to be an easy, quick fix. They expect it to give them all the answers. They expect to not have to take action. And the difference is, with this program, it programs you to take action. You don't program the program. The program programs you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to get this program going outward, okay? This is, not, this is not inbound stuff, right? You don't read the program and then exert. The program gets into your head. That's how I built it. I tried to build it so that, like, it gets into those neural patterns, okay? And it starts to make you habitually a better person. You're going to start trusting the process, okay? You're going to start getting into success. So expectation. Expect the best. When you open the page, when you turn the page, expect to learn. When you enter the game, expect to win. When you enter a sale, expect to close the sale. Expectation is absolutely huge. And then number two, um, this is like this is kind of a, co a concept in itself, but basically this is how I've overcome every single problem ever, okay? And I want to make it really quick. I don't want to take up too much more time, but number one, awareness. Okay, awareness. What? Where am I at right now? It's called taking stock of where you're at. What are my skills? What do I have access to? Where are the people around me? Okay, and what can they do for me? Okay, and how can I put them into my business interface? You see what I'm saying? Where are my connects? What's my Rolodex looking like? All those questions need to be asked. You need to see what your arsenal looks like because business is a battlefield. You know what I'm saying? And when you're about to go out there, you need to know what it is that's there, okay? So be aware. Aware of the problem you have and aware of the skills and gifts you got. Then next, the next, you need to understand them, okay? So awareness gets into understanding. The more you're aware of it, the more you see it, the more you understand it. And when understanding comes into play, that's when simplification comes in. So you start simplifying the knowledge. Okay, 
So the knowledge will start getting simplified, simplified, simplified until you can just express it really quick. And that's what I'm trying to do with success. I try to understand success and become so aware of it and then understand it and then make it into like a blip, like just be able to snap or have a 30-minute conversation to show you guys what success is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still working on it. It's in its process. But basically, that's the idea. So getting something so simple that people can understand it right away. So awareness of your problem, understand it. Number three, take action. Because in between two and three are the biggest things. And that's where decision takes place, okay? So you can put like a little carrot and then put decision under it. That's when a decision takes place. You make a decision and then you stick with it. You don't question the decision. You don't worry about the decision. The, the decision's made. If you make that decision in a sober mind, you know it's the right decision and you just got to go at it full force. That's number three is, is the action. Go at it full force, all out massive action. Don't worry about the decision anymore. Don't worry about understanding it. You got to attack that thing. You got to get it out of your life. You got to burst. It's like a burst of energy through the limiting barriers that you have. Okay, it's a limit break. So we call it over your dollar court. Okay, and then number four, the most important, gratitude. After you beat it, you got to be grateful. You got to be grateful that it was in your life. You got to be grateful that you beat it. And you got to be grateful for the next thing that's coming in, and and grateful that you're strong enough to beat that thing. You see what I'm saying? Because something else is going to come into your life, Chris. Where it's going to battle you. It's going to stay you right in the face. But the cool thing is you're going to stand right back with a nice smug look on your face and know that you are stronger now because of the last thing you beat. So I hope that helps you. Awareness, understanding, action, gratitude, little care in between two and three, and uh, that's the big thing. That's the decision. Cool? Most definitely. Chris, you still there? I don't know if Chris dropped off, but you blessed us. Oh, Chris came back on. Did you get that, Chris? May have lost Chris here. Yeah. I'm I'm back on. I'm back on. I lost you for a second. I got all my notes from that. Mr. Valor, I really appreciate everything that you just said to us. Um, and I think that you definitely have what it takes to be able to get this stuff moving. Um, and I'm excited to start following you. Absolutely. Thank you, Chris. Well, I, I'm going to say a couple of things. We, we've come to the end. I'm, I, uh, today, uh, uh, there's a couple of things I want to close with. Um, I want to first, hey, Mike, man, thank you. Thank you. I don't know if Nate's on the call right now, but I want to thank Nate for uh, being so <laughs> so aggressive about making sure you got on the call. I think he knows me, so he knew I would be blessed by it. So, I, you know, I thank God for him. Uh, I thank God for Christian. I saw Christian uh, uh, is on the line. Christian, you out there, or did you drop off? You may have dropped off. Um, but I want to thank you for, uh, coming on the line and blessing us. Um, you know, um, I'm going to advise listen, anybody who was on this call, um, you know, you, you really have to be a person who can, who is cognizant of when you, you know, you witness something that you need to take. You know, a lot of these people out here are, you know, are charging 10, 15,000 dollars for 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 the same information i'm just gonna say it and and guess what they're charging it that does not make it not not worth what they're charging you just need to be able to be to recognize when when uh when when you're being blessed and when somebody is doing something that can really be transformative in your life so so mike i just want to thank you for coming on man uh it's been a blessing 
uh, I'm definitely going to follow you. I'm definitely going to be, you know, you know, I'm, I'm looking to do some other things with you going forth in the future. My, uh, my, uh, partners, the business, the power business couple, uh, uh, one of my, my other partner, Milton Holt, the, the uh, founder of the Winning Hand Strategies, a lot of what you talked about is really in alignment with what he's talking about, about you can you can you can win no matter the hand dealt. Your story just really epitomizes that whole that whole concept. Uh, and I just that was a text from Corshawn told me to tell you, thank you for real, for real. And I'm gonna tell you that dude you was talking to, Corshawn, major cat, major cat. I'm gonna try to see if I can connect y'all uh, uh, offline because he's a major, major dude. Uh, and there are a lot of other major people on this call that aren't aren't saying anything. So I'm gonna get at them when I talk to them because uh, it's all it's also about sharing. But um, I told you guys we were gonna be uh, giving gifts on this call. So uh, you know what we want to do. Um, uh, we want to give you a free gift. Um, somebody. Okay. Uh, we want to give you a free gift. So I want y'all to write this down. I want you, if you text your gift, Y-O-U-R-G-I-F-T to 31996, we will be sending you uh, a, a couple of gifts. One will be a a free um, ebook from me that really outlines in detail, you know, knowing, mastering, operating in your gift, and making room the business development piece. So we're gonna we, we're gonna articulate. I'm gonna articulate in detail all of those different pieces. In addition, we're gonna uh, have a Milton Holt, uh, founder of of uh, uh, the winning hand he's offering free um consultations about how to strategize uh developing a winning hand for 2017 so there's going to be more uh information uh that's going to be coming to you if you if you text your gift to 31996 you'll get that and also uh you'll be getting a gift uh yet yet to be uh put out there to, uh, i'll let the uh I'll let the uh, the power business couple sort of talk about what they want, what they're going to offer. But 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 when you when you text your gift to three one nine nine six, you also be receiving something from them. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk too much about that. I'm gonna let them go ahead and do that. So Alan and Kim, can you sort of art articulate what kind of gift they're gonna get from you? Yes, uh, Pete, it's gonna be a five step strategy on taking your business to the next level. And we're with within developing that five step strategy, we're going to offer five people a free 45 minute to one hour consultation. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, so y'all need to go ahead and text your gift uh, uh, to 31996 um, ASAP so you can so you can take advantage of this call. All of that's free, you know, we just want we want you, and, and why is it free? Because we want to just stay within the spirit of um, of uh, Mr. Uh, Valor uh, and empower people in the new year to have everything. You know, I have a no excuse strategy for 2017. If you don't get it done in 2017, I want to make sure you don't have any excuses. You know, you're going to have consultations. You're going to have information. You're going to be able to know your gift. You're going to be able to productize, find your audience, 
You're going to be able to do everything you need. And then on top of that, you're going to get for $20. If you get on with, Ma with Michael Valor and get his program, you're going to be able to get everything you need to be able to go from zero to a hero. So it's not going to be any excuses this year uh, in 2017. So let's make sure we get it done, y'all. Let's do what we got to do. I want to thank y'all for all being on the call. Uh, let's make sure 2017 is a transformative year. I apologize. I'm getting so many texts right now just about the call in general. So um, I'm just pumped up. And Mike, again, I just want you to close us out. I want to thank you for coming and just close us out, and then we'll end the call on that. Awesome. Awesome. No, thank you, guys. So much for letting me uh, join you guys on this movement, on this call, and share even some of my gifts with you all. I hope it made some sort of impact because it's definitely impacted my life. If you take anything out of this, it's two things. One, anyone can overcome anything, and I really hope you get that concept. Anyone can overcome anything. And then number two, we're making heroes out there. So everybody, you got a hero inside you. Let's go save some people. Let's go inspire some change. Let's go change the world. I am excited to see what this movement brings. Thank you guys so much for having me on. All right, thank you. Hey, yeah, will y'all give a, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a steal from my buddy, Brian Thomas, the professional development uh, trailblazing guru. I need y'all to give this man a rousing hand for the awesome information he dropped today. Man, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, uh, thank Mike. You, thank you, thank you. That that concludes our call, y'all. Let's uh let's destroy 2017.